I want to hop in here real quick before the episode begins to issue a disclaimer. What you're about to hear contains language, adult themes, violence, and sexual content that may not be suitable for all viewers. Thank you. Previously on Knoxville by Night, Chapter 11, Olivia and Charlie, who is still deeply traumatized after seeing the ghosts of his own grandparents, return to Knoxville with the trunk they found in the basement of the grandparents' home, along with various occult runes carved into the floor. Rivera was able to disarm what appeared to be a magical trap, and the trunk was open to reveal A. Nazi regalia, B. Pictures of Charlie's grandfather as a young man in an SS uniform meeting Hitler, C. Records on something called Project Todeswolf, uh, D. What appears to be a Latin grimoire that Rivera has taken for herself, uh, E. A silver-handled Luger and some silver bullets. Olivia, Oliver, and Charlie confronted Larry Connor about his Nazi father. He knows very little, except that his parents fled Nazi Germany and were given new identities in the U.S. before he was born. Also, he may have had an older sibling before they left Germany, but he doesn't know. Uh, Larry agrees to set up a trust fund for Olivia and Jacob. Later that night, Dean came by Olivia's to officially break it off and to reveal that he has started dating Felicity Rookwood. Olivia's mood is conflicted, but mostly upset. He also slaps and insults Oliver, forcing him to storm out and giving him two rage. In the meantime, Rivera has spent the afternoon, or the day in study and has mastered a spell to temporarily give herself uh, the merit unseen senses, which allows her to identify supernatural phenomena, although she may not know what she's looking at the first time she sees it. Um, with that, uh, what is today's time and date, Anthony? Friday night, so I think it's like the 20... Oh, yeah, and uh, also at some point, uh, your grandmother has to apologize to your faces. Well, not to our we'll faces, work. but she can just... I don't think we determined... We'll, we'll work out a time for that. It is Friday, well, Friday night of the 26th is the thing with... Uh, Frank and everything, but I think when we ended the episode, it was Saturday the 27th after we interacted with the grandparents and every, or grandfather and everything, and then the events that happened later on. So, where y'all are, it's Friday night the 26th. And the previous night, uh, it is Friday night, uh, and, uh, uh, Frank, uh, you have a meeting with your new employer, uh, Mr. Gray, uh, and you have all sorts of weird, conflicting emotions about this, but uh, you meet him, um, actually gives you the address of an office building, uh, which is where his official um, offices are. You are surprised to learn that a vampire has an office, um, but uh, this one does. Uh, and around uh, 10 o'clock that evening, you uh, meet up with him, um, and uh, you, are, you are now officially a plainclothes officer. Uh, you only wear your uniform on special occasions, uh, and you show up, and he's there waiting for you. Good evening. Uh, good evening. So, are you settled in with the task force? Uh, well, I've met them. I haven't uh, 
done anything yet, but ready to get started. Perhaps you'd... Well, hopefully it'll be a while before there's anything odd that requires their attention. Uh, I hope for both our sakes it turns out to be a very dull job, to be honest. Uh, but first things first, tonight uh, I will be introducing you officially as my agent here in town uh, and informing the Rookwoods of our that I have taken your family under protection uh, and that you are to be off limits for them. Yes, sir. So, uh, let's get that taken care of first of all. And you and he head out. Uh, uh, you take his car, uh, which is uh, a very expensive Italian sports car, and he loves to drive fast uh, <laughs> with a total disregard for uh, speed, uh, for local driving laws. Um, no cops show up to stop him or anything. Uh, and uh, soon enough, uh, you are at the Rookwood Mansion, uh, and... Um, follow him in uh it's the same setup as when you visited them uh it was like two nights earlier when you went by yourself right yes okay uh well uh you feel a little more confident than you did that last time uh even though uh, even though gray was there with you invisibly uh and you and he come in and he walks in like he owns the place all right uh once again you meet the four rookwoods uh abraham Felicity, Edward, and Josh, and uh, Gray leads you in, and uh, he gets straight to the choice. Uh, straight, he cuts straight to the point, uh, and pulls out uh, some what appears to be a a written memo, which he puts on Abraham's desk, uh, and he tells them in no uncertain terms that. Uh, you are now his agent in town and have been assigned to the Special Incidents Task Force. Consequently, then he starts quoting a bunch of stuff you don't know what he's talking about regarding the Midnight Accords. Uh, but uh, pursuant to them uh, and to the Camarilla Treaty of 13 blah blah blah, uh, you are to be left alone. Uh, and not to be interfered with in your official duties. Uh, and he is also extending protection to uh, your sister uh, and your niece and nephew and to your brother-in-law. I had asked him, I think, specifically about my parents and children. So that's oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he also extends that to your parents and your and your son as well. I'm sorry, I forgot that. Okay. I will. I will purposely not make eye contact. And uh, Abraham gives him a a flowers at him and says, well, "Is that it? Is there anyone else you wish to add to this list?" My my family. Fair enough. Is that all, Gray? We have business. We have family business to attend to. And uh, Gray Smuggler says, oh, I think that covers it. And then uh, he turns and just walks out, and he's actually whistling. You're leaving. Uh, Got to be Josh. Luke, high or low? Hi. 
Okay. Uh, nothing happens out of the ordinary. Uh, and uh, you get back in gray sports cars. Says, well, that went quite well. Don't you agree? Yes, sir. I, I think so. Let's see. Unless something pops up, uh, you've got the weekend off. Uh, so hopefully uh, keep an eye on your family and make sure they stay out of trouble. Uh, they seem to attract it. It's very true. Okay. And because we've already moved ahead in time with everyone else, we're going to say that you do not meet back up with any of the others on Friday night. Uh, and uh, you decide to take the opportunity on Saturday to spend the day with your son, Trey. Yes. Um, and he's still moody, but he kind of enjoys the day. What do you, what do you want to do with him? I think I had promised to take him out to the rain. Okay. Uh, you can do that. And you spend a couple hours out there, you know, shooting things. And he seems to be doing okay with it. He's not a great shot yet. But you have, you know, three or four hours of bonding with him. And then you take him out, you know, for some uh, post-firearms ice cream or something. Right. <laughs> uh, so we will pick up. Saturday night, say around uh, 7 o'clock. So where is everybody Saturday night at 7 o'clock? Or is it later than that, Anthony? I think it was, it was dark, probably around 8-ish maybe. We'll say 8-ish. Because there's that time period where they left to go tell... Dean and everything, and that was about eight o'clock. Well, it was about seven o'clock when that happened. Okay, well, we'll, we'll say they get back around ten, then we'll push everything back to ten. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what did I do in the meantime when I was what when do, I stormed off? What do, you, what do you wish to do other than go out? I think you were attempting to meditate. Uh, no, I, I meditated earlier. I, I stormed off from being pissed off with Olivia. So, um, I probably wouldn't wander far away, but, um, did I notice when they left, if they had a tail on them? Uh, I don't think they did. Okay. I don't know if they noticed it or, or if they saw one or not. If they had a tail... I would probably be just so pissed off that I would interact with whoever the tail was, but if they didn't have one, I would just storm off into the woods and try to pick a fight with something. Okay. Since I'm pissed. Let's see. High or low? High worked great last week. Let's do low. Okay. Um, describe these woods you're in. Just whatever you want them to be like. Well, if it's close to Olivia's apartment, cleared off trees and stuff, but, you know, there's still some heavy wood. Through the woods, um, sounds relatively not close enough to... Um, can I smell that? Uh, okay, uh, yeah, make a smell roll, or a scent roll. That's resolve composure? All right, uh, let's see. A scent roll is nine again in all forms, and it's whiz plus investigation uh, plus primal urge plus two. So 
wits investigation plus primal urge plus two none again zero successes good lord three threes and three fives it's not starting out good for me tonight okay uh so how do you want to proceed uh now that uh you maybe heard a thing but you don't smell anything or more likely you probably are overwhelmed by other senses because you you're not used to tracking by scent uh you know there's probably a garbage dump nearby or something i'll just go over there and and, and see what i find just like okay. cursing the entire time of Alright, um, you walk about uh, 20 yards in that direction, uh, now make another, you can make another roll. Another scent roll? Uh, you can do regular perception, uh, and remember you get plus two to all your perception. Uh, so it's uh, wits plus investigation plus two. Holy crap! No successes and three ones. Oh my god. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> okay. Um, the universe doesn't want me to get into a fight. <laughs> this is killing me because I don't know how to proceed. Um, I hate it when people fail at rolls. I want them to succeed on easily. Alright. Um, Pull into a hole. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, well, let's do it this way. Alright, you are um, about to turn and walk away when, from that area where you thought you heard a sound earlier, you hear a very loud muffle uh, and then a little disturbance, and then someone cry out for help. And you start to run in that direction, but you trip over a root, fall flat on your face. Uh, and uh, are thrown on the ground, so you're going to lose your first action. Oh, joy. So uh, you are prone on the ground when uh, uh, a burly guy comes that you don't know. Um, probably not that burly. He's like some like 22-year-old, slightly thuggish-looking kid uh, comes running out uh, towards you uh, and tries to kick you in the face. And you do not have defense because you have lost it uh, due to falling. Okay, uh, what is your uh, dodge? Well, no, you don't get a dodge because you're on the ground. So he hits for three. Um, what is uh, your bashing soak? One. Okay. Uh, he kicks you square in the face uh, like he's trying to kick a field goal. You take uh, five levels of bashing damage. Shit. <laughs> OMG indeed. Okay. Uh, probably better look up how fast you um, uh, heal. Probably not five levels of bashing in one turn. <laughs> Not that quickly, no. Uh, customarily, it's one level every minute. Uh, so, yeah. All right. So, how many health levels do you have? Uh, let's see. I have eight. Okay. Uh, you 
the force of the kick knocks you over onto your back and uh, rings your bell really hard and you feel uh, an audible crack in your jaw and blood spurts out of your mouth. Uh, but you can see this guy now uh, under the starlight uh, and he looks like some uh, tweaker or something. Like he's high on drugs or something. Uh, and uh, he's, he's looking down at you with a crazed uh, expression. Uh, now we can roll initiative, which is 1d10 plus your initiative modifier. Uh, 16. I'm sure you will go ahead of him. Uh, let's see. And that was his last good roll of the night. <laughs> um, you do, in fact, go ahead of him. Um, but uh, getting up off the ground prone, uh, that's going to be two actions in one, so if you want to do something else, you'll, if you want to attack him, you're going to be minus two. Um, let's see. I'll just, uh, I'll stand up and I will take a, uh, defensive action or just, uh, getting ready to block whatever he's about to do. Okay. Uh, that's called an all out dodge and it doubles your defense. So he's going to roll again to hit you, or this time he'll punch you. Oh, fucking God. Okay, what is your defense now? Uh, if it's all out, then it's... it's uh, dodge uh, is going to be two. Your dodge is only one? Sorry. Yeah, my dodge is one. Okay. Um, this is going to be... This, this may turn out to be the weirdest session I've run in a while. Okay, so uh, all our defense is two, and you get up, you're still groggy, but you are trying to um, defend yourself against this drugged out, possibly homeless tweaker who seems to have learned kung fu somewhere. Um, through, and what do we say your bashing soak was? One. Okay, take another three levels of bashing damage. So I am maxed out on bashing damage. Okay. Uh, you need to make a uh, stamina plus composure roll uh, to avoid getting knocked unconscious. Uh, four successes. Okay. Uh, you can go four turns uh, without getting knocked unconscious unless you take additional damage. All right, uh, so uh, roll initiative again. Uh, 14 initiative. You go way ahead of him. Okay, this is about to be bad. But since I am maxed out on the health bashing, um, I'll say I'll get another point of rage. Okay. And that puts me at my max at six. Okay, uh, roll resolve plus composure. Oh, this might be bad. <sighs> I get two successes. Okay. Thank God, because I started off with two ones. <laughs> okay, uh, you got two successes, so your rage now goes down by one. Actually, I'm sorry, it goes down by two. Okay. So you, f you feel inside of you this rabid animal that is is uh, eager to get free and just rip this guy's throat out uh, but you struggle to contain yourself and fight it back down and uh, 
Get a grip on yourself. Um... All right, then I'm just going to use my <clears throat> view my surroundings and use my try to use my parkour style to see the best um, action to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> that's sort of the exact opposite of what parkour is for uh i will let you make a reflexive uh wits plus brawl roll uh to see if that gives you any insight into what you can do this might not have been the greatest idea but here we go one success (laughs) um so far this guy is kicking your ass so i mean you're, you're not sure you can take him in a straightforward fight uh, whatever cool powers you get from being a werewolf, they're certainly not helping at the moment. Um, so, uh, but I will give you this for free. You can hear uh, additional sounds coming from the woods behind him, uh, including uh, the the voice that cried out for help. Uh, you think is female? So there's some uh, there's a woman or girl in there who's being restrained by someone else. Um, so with that in mind you may uh, proceed to attack so I hear them crying I'm going to run straight uh, towards that sound then okay if you can't beat him in in the fight to fight then I'm just going to just you know I know know I can beat him in a race you're doing all that dodge while trying to get around him well, is it, is it behind me, or is it behind him? It's behind him. Okay. Um, is there any way that... I'm trying to think about how I want to do this. Uh, okay. I'm going to do... Just run full speed. Straight at him. And then mm-hmm. just do a baseball slide, or a soccer slide tackle on him. To knock him down, pop back up, and continue to run straight behind him. Okay, so basically you just want to kind of barrel over him. All right, uh, we never really discussed stunt dice in this game before, but I'm down with it. Uh, that's going to be... Uh... Actually, here's the way it's going to work in this game, because it's not really a stunt-based game. Uh, it's more of a condition-based game. If uh, you, you're going to have to roll your... Uh, dexterity plus brawl as usual, uh, but if you beat his dodge, you will knock him to the ground, and he'll have to spend a turn getting up, or else be it a penalty to attack you. Okay. And I will use a willpower on this. So that will give me stats. Uh, two successes. Okay. What is this fucker's defense? He very narrowly uh, ducks out of the way or not really, he sort of jumps over you uh, and uh, you were not able to knock him to the ground. And he will take this opportunity to kick you again in the head. Uh, And let's see. Your normal defense is one? Yes. Okay, and but you used an action first, so uh, you take another three bashing. So that means okay. So you're in a lethal. How far in a lethal are you? 
three into lethal. Okay. Um, you will need to make another stamina plus composure roll, uh, minus three. No successes, but no failures. No successes. Uh, he kicks you really hard again in the face. Uh, this time you you feel one of your tooth, one of your teeth being knocked out, and everyone, everything just swims and goes black, and you are just barely aware of uh, the sound of some guy kind of laughing maniacally because he is drugged out of his mind and he's just raining blows down upon you and everything goes black. And um, See, this is why you should do drugs. <laughs> and I'll come back to you in a little bit. Alright, um... Okay, Rivera and Olivia, what are y'all doing during all this? So, I guess uh, Olivia and Charlie came home, and Olivia probably just, like, locked herself in a room. Definitely is not getting a good night's sleep. She's had a very rough day. So, isn't uh -huh. that, I'm guessing we just ended on that same night. I don't know what... I guess this, we just were doing what Oliver was doing, correct? While we were stopping yeah. Dean. Yeah. So, I imagine she's just in her room depressed and trying to evaluate her emotions about Dean and her fight with Oliver. Okay. Uh, Rivera, what are you doing Saturday night? Anything? Um, I'm trying to think what day. You were studying, studying that book. And then I talked to Charlie. And that was pretty much it. Um, and it's nighttime? Yes. Oh. On a Saturday. I don't think I've told everybody about the book except for Charlie, so I'll probably sleep on the book tonight and then try to meet up with folks tomorrow to discuss what I learned. I can't, I don't think that I've, I've I think I would like to tell everybody that, you know, I've learned magic and that's what we can get from the book. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Uh, Luke, was there anything you wanted to do on Saturday night? Well, I would, uh, I would try to call Charlie a voicemail. So I would then... Yeah, you get his voicemail. And try to call... Who do you try? You. Oh, well then. Uh, do, do, do I answer, or am I still knocked out, Alan? <laughs> Uh, Anthony, do you even have a phone? Uh, I do, but it's probably like okay. really, really old. Okay, uh, it goes to voicemail almost immediately. Okay, then I will try to call Rivera. Her you can probably get. Hello. So, uh, sorry I missed the, the unboxing. Uh, what's First of all, is everybody okay? Oh, yeah. Everybody's fine. As a precautionary method, or, or as a precautionary way to make sure nothing crazy happened from the box, I found a prayer that responded to the runestones that were on the box. And if there was some type of booby trap, which I'm not even positive there 100% was, but that would have sufficiently disarmed it. 
So they found a lot of information about the grandparents. Hey. And there was a book, and I was able to study it some. And I'm pretty sure I can learn magic from this book. And so I want to get everybody together, and I kind of want to discuss this a little bit more. What are you thinking? That's probably a good idea. So you found a magic book in a box. Where's everybody else? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Olivia is at the house. I'm not 100% sure about Oliver. Charlie went home, yeah. Okay, well, um, why don't I make my way over to your place? That sounds good, and I'll try to uh, get in touch with some folks along the way. Okay. So I'll uh, hang up and then I'll, I'll call uh, Olivia and Oliver and see if I can get in touch with them. What time is it generally right now? Uh, we're kind of vague on that. It's well after 10. I know that. Well, yeah, Olivia has no phone. It got microwaved by a uh, werewolf hunter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no way to contact Olivia. Uh, or for her to contact anybody else. So if anybody needs to contact me, they'll have to come get me. <laughs> I, I just reminding because everybody, I told everybody before that my phone was microwave. So just throwing that out into the universe. I remembered. Because I she just said no when when it happened. I know, like in character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did because I was like, Charlie's my phone. I can run microwave my phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unless anyone uh, desperately wants to do something that night, we can jump ahead to the next morning. I just want to give you an opportunity if there was something uh, you wanted to do on Saturday night. Yeah. Oliver to live. <laughs> we'll see. And that do, you have a backup do you have a backup character that can survive an encounter with an NPC that I don't have a name? Um... Uh, no, but I can make one real quick. I, I have, Hopefully I have plenty of characters who could do that, but um, all right, then I'll tell I'll tell Rivera that I'll meet up with him tomorrow. All right, uh, Oliver. Yeah. You have uh, strange, unsettling dreams that you don't remember, uh, and you come to your senses. You feel like shit, but more importantly. Uh, you feel that you are heavily constricted. And it's very, very hard to move in any way. Uh, and it's also kind of difficult for you to breathe. Um, I need you to roll uh, strength plus athletics. Um, and I'm not telling you to spend a willpower. I will spend one. Well, obviously you don't need Zero successes and two failures. I'm going to die. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you were making it very difficult to run the game, Anthony. I want, I want to congratulate <laughs> you Lame dice okay. board. I'm about to start pulling out real dice. Okay. Um, I know. It's working fine for me, man. I'm rolling five and six successes on an NPC. Um. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, so what's that now? I got like three beats off just utter failure so far tonight. 
Yeah, it, failure You're, is working well for you. Um, you got you got beat up care? by Derm, Dermot Venture. All right. Uh, so, Anthony, here's what's happening. You. Uh, you can't move and you can't breathe and you're starting to panic. And then you're starting to get more and more angry about the fact that you can't move and you can't breathe. Uh, and then everything goes from being everything being black to everything being red. Um, and um, oh, let's see just how badly this goes for you. Uh, dare I ask high or low? I don't want to choose. Can you somebody? Uh, uh, I would like to go with um, high, Alan. Okay. Um, you come to your senses. Uh, you're not sure where you are. You're somewhere in Knoxville. You're pretty sure you're in an alley. Um, kind of in a uh, semi-fetal position next to a dumpster. Um, you, your shoes are gone. Uh, your shirt is gone. You are covered in uh, dirt. Uh, like you are dirtier than you have ever been. Uh, and uh, on the ground nearby, about 10 feet away from you, is a Knoxville uh, PD patrol officer who appears to have had the shit beaten out of him by someone. Uh, coincidentally, uh, your knuckles are bloody and raw. Uh, and uh, if you had a cell phone, it is gone. If you had a watch, it is gone. Uh, and he took your shoes, or your shoes are gone anyway. Uh, and your shirt appeared, you think your shirt was ripped off at some point. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where you wake up. Okay, a couple quick questions. <clears throat> okay. um, oh, another bright side, your rage is zero. That was question number one. Uh, question number two, how much did I heal myself in those few hours? You are completely healed, except for the damage to your knuckles, which actually slowly heals before your eyes. And I assume I am buck-ass naked. Uh, I was going to be nice and say you have pants, but if you'd rather be naked, that's fine. I'll give you a beat if you're naked. I will say he's naked, and I'm just going to uh, just... Run away. Uh, well, actually, did, does my character know exactly... Uh, let's see. I know I'm in Knoxville. Um, can I look around a little bit and see? Kind of... Uh, yeah, you stand up slowly. You steal the policeman's clothes. Okay, you can do that. Uh, I can't imagine any way that would turn out to uh, be bad for you. Uh, one thing you do notice that's kind of odd... Uh, you have a brief coughing, you breathe, inhale, and you have a brief coughing fit, and uh, you spit out dirt. Dirt? Dirt. That's weird. Uh, <clears throat> then I will uh, strip this guy as quickly as I can, just leave him in his underwear, and I'm just going to run uh, away. Alan, Alan, high or low to see if they're the same size. Damn you, Luke. <laughs> I, have to, I have to get beat somehow. 
Uh, high or low, then? Low. <laughs> um, how tall are you? He's the first midget on the Knoxville Police Force. A size five. So I'm normal height for a Well, human all, all humans are, are size five. Uh, he is... It was a six, I'll put it that way. Uh, so you can get it on, but like you can't button the shirt up. Uh, but you can... And, and the pants are really uncomfortably tight. And in fact, if you like move your legs in, it'll, it'll nearly pop the seams. Um, shoes don't fit at all. Well, I don't need shoes. I just want you know, at least to cover up my nakedness. So probably at least. Uh, You're only naked because you took a beat for it. I know. Um, well, then if it's if the sizes are too big. Uh, I'm going to search his body and see if there's anything on it. The usual stuff you would find on a cop. He's just knocked out, right? He's not. Well, you know, you haven't expressed dead, right? the slightest concern about whether you've killed a cop or not. Uh, roll your uh, wits plus medicine. I'm afraid to roll now. <laughs> it's been so bad. Success! It can happen. Okay. Uh, he is alive. Um, but he has been beaten severely. You think he has several broken ribs? Uh, well, probably not broken ribs because he's wearing he was wearing a, a you know a vest. Uh, but cracked jaw. Both his eyes are black. Uh, basically a couple of teeth. Uh, his mouth is covered in blood. But I mean, he does have the normal cop stuff. You can take his wallet, his keys, uh, gun, and anything that would normally be on a cop. Uh, first off, I'm going to try to find out his name. God, make me come up with a name. Shit. Um, <laughs> his name is Jim Parker. Officer Jim Parker. He's a patrol officer. Um, high or low? Hi. Uh, you think you recognize him from, uh, some conversation with uh, or some meeting you had with Uncle Frank where he was there. I mean, you've gone to some cop functions in the past, um, but you don't know him by name. Uh, you have to look at it. You recognize him when you see his uh, uh, ID badge since, you know, his face doesn't look like that anymore. All right, then <clears throat> here's what I'm going to do then. Um... Do I, I? You said I'm in an alleyway, right? Yeah. Um. And I don't know where I am. Uh. Well, didn't recognize you. Don't spend a lot of time in alleys in Knoxville. Uh, if you want to step out of the alley and see if you can figure out where you are, I mean, you are a townie, so it would be um, wits plus streetwise to know where you are. One success. That's enough for this. Uh, you are um, probably less than a mile from uh, uh, your sister's house. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to take any of his clothing since they won't fit me. Does he have his... Uh, are you going to put it back on or just leave it in a pile? 
Well, I would have. I would have tried to see if his pants would have fit me anyway by just looking at his size, and then I would have probably determined that it wouldn't fit me anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, if any person walked by at that point, they would like you know they would see me like lying down, like trying to uh, assess my size uh, compared to him. Um, but does he have his radio on him? Uh, yeah. Um. I will try to cover up my voice and say that an officer down is at his location, and then I will run away. Okay. Um, run back to Olivia's house. Uh, let's roll for me wits plus the lesser of your stealth or your uh, streetwise. They're the exact same. And you are at this point naked? Yep. You can have a box if you want it. I'll grab a box. Two successes. What? Alright, uh, sometime hiding behind bushes, uh, and you have to make a detour because it's Sunday morning. Early services get out of the church, and you decide you not to run past that. Uh, but yeah, around uh, going over the morning to uh, visit uh, Olivia. Eleven. <laughs> Rivera? I would uh, leave a little bit earlier than that, probably around 8.30 or 9. I didn't sleep at all, so I'm just sitting in my living room. Massive bags over my so Okay. Uh, well, at around 9 o'clock, there's a knock at the door, and it's Aunt Rivera. Huh. Rivera. By the way, Olivia, your, your brother never came home last night. Oh, yeah, I guess I would have realized that. Uh, I guess I'll, yeah. Um, Erver, have you seen Oliver? We we had a big fight yesterday, and he, he didn't come home, and I don't, I haven't had a way to contact him at all. Olivia, you look terrible. Thanks, thanks. I feel terrible. It's It's been a rough night, it's been a, but we're fine. What do, you mean, what do you mean you guys had a fight? Uh, well... Uh, apparently, uh, one of the Rookwoods is now dating my ex, uh, and doing some supernatural mumbo-jumbo, and when I said I wanted to follow him, Oliver said that was dumb, and then he called me a pussy, and then I slapped him, and then he ran out, and yeah, we haven't talked since. So, I don't know where he is. Uh, How angry I thought he was going to be you- staying with one of y'all. And at that exact moment, the door opens, and there's your brother, naked except for a strategically placed uh, box of some kind, still just completely covered in dirt. Oliver, what the fuck happened? Why are you naked? What happened to you? I have no idea, but um, the entire time this is happening... I am uh, going to my backpack and pulling out underwear and a pair of pants and my hatchet, and I'm just going to walk out again. Yeah, uh, do you? Well, uh, well, all right. I was going to ask if you thought this was all traumatic enough for you to need a breaking point, but if you're going to keep on plugging along, yeah, we'll go. We'll go that route. All right. So you you were wearing you pull on pants and underwear over your filthy body uh, and grab a hatchet. And where are you going, thus clad? Uh, 
um, where I saw that guy last night. Uh, Olivia's going to follow him going, where are you going? What happened to you? Yeah, I would probably try to keep him from leaving until we could talk to him. Well, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're not going to be able to keep him from leaving. I'll stand between. Uh, But you can't follow him without any difficulty. And he heads off into the woods behind Olivia's house and walks unerringly for about uh, probably 15 minutes. And you find the place where you had the fight the night before. Um, You notice immediately that off to the side, uh, in on the other side of a thicket is a uh, uh, hole that's been in the ground. Oliver, what are we doing out in the woods? What happened? I'm just completely ignoring them and just watch and just looking for what's going on. Um, so I see the hole. Are there any claw marks? Uh, are you are like- you are more focused. You're more focused on uh, the woman's hand that is in the hole. You said in the hole. Yeah, and I say a hole. It's a it's a depression in the dirt. Um, probably no more than about actually not very deep at all. I mean, uh, they didn't. They would not have had uh, uh, probably a shovel or anything. Um, yeah, it's probably only about uh, less than a foot deep, uh, and you can see where dirt has been disturbed, as in literally blasted up out of this hole. And well, let's see what you can figure out. Roll your intelligence plus investigation. Are you serious? Are, okay, you, two successes. This is bullshit. Okay, two successes. And better than a botch. Um, you have this. You have this sudden moment of clarity uh, that just settles in the pit of your stomach like ice, and you start clearing away the dirt, and you realize it's a young woman, probably around twenty, uh, naked, uh, dead, obviously. Um, looks like she was beaten up, scratched up pretty well, and then you realize from the surroundings. And the dirt and the fact that you're covered in dirt. You think you spent part of last night buried next to her. Uh, at this point, Olivia's going to see this body and go, "You what? Why is there a dead girl out here? I'm going to grab his shoulder and be like, you've got to tell us what's happening right now. And, and now you need to make a breaking point roll. Uh, because that's the first time, I'm pretty sure that's the first time you've ever died. Uh, so... Uh, Composure plus sanity. Uh, would you, you, uh, you decide. You, would you think figuring out that you died and came back, is that a major horror or a severe horror? Whichever one's worse. All right. Uh, composure plus sanity minus five. Now watch me. I'll probably get like five successes on this roll. Oh, Two failures. Two ones. And the other night was a two. Okay. Uh, you lose one permanent sanity. Only one? <laughs> and you also uh, get a uh, derangement off of this. So you can be thinking about what sort of derangement you have from the knowledge that last night you were beaten to death and buried 
And then somehow this morning you woke up and crawled your way out perfectly healed and then went on a complete frenzy and nearly beat a cop to death. This is, this is, can we start this whole game over? <laughs> oh no, I'm having a wonderful time. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to say that you are traumatized and uh, you, you just start blubbering uh, and, and drop the hatchet and start rubbing your face with your hands and to, to like get the dirt off and are just having a complete freak out. And uh, Olivia, you have never seen him like this. Oh yeah, no, I'm free. I'm gonna go over to him and try and kind of like hold his face in my hands and be like, "Hey, hey, what what happened? It's okay, it's okay. Just talk to me. What happened here?" I'm probably not saying any words. I uh, just just probably breaking down, crying. Um, yeah, just uh, probably crying in a blubbery in a blubbering mess at the moment. Um freaking Olivia out because she she doesn't even know like hasn't seen him cry since he was like a child so she's just kind of like trying to like soothe him in any way that she can um and be like it's okay it's okay and like meanwhile she's also like side-eyeing this dead body and looking at Aunt Rivera being like um uh the, 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 do you notice anything like what what do we think happened here <laughs> or actually um... actually uh do I um, I would like to kind of like while I'm kind of trying to like soothe him, look around. Um, and do I notice any like animal prints or anything to like suggest that this was like a werewolf thing? Um, no, uh, you, you don't see any. I'll go ahead and do this for free. You don't see any animal prints of any kind, uh, or any sign of that. Uh, if you do clear the woman's body all the way out, um, Actually, Rivera, if you're there, you were probably qualified to examine the body and find out, like, cause of death, etc., etc. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I would probably try to... Did you say they've already uncovered the body? Uh, not completely, but yeah, you can without difficulty. Okay. Um, yeah, I would probably try to drag them away from that site so I could actually look at it and see what it looked like before they disturbed it and slowly, you know, uncover the body and try to look for clues. Okay. Uh, that's going to be, first of all, roll uh, intelligence plus medicine for me. And then, what, and then intelligence plus investigation. Okay. This is the intelligence plus medicine. She has... One failure on. Okay, I don't need to roll anything anymore. Um, <clears throat> and what's the other roll? Intelligence plus. Uh, one's medicines, one's investigation. And here is. Oh, sorry. Investigation. Uh, two successes. Okay. You think she was strangled to death? Uh, you are pretty sure that you do, you would have to actually, you know a more thorough exam in a scientific setting. Uh, your instinct is that she was sexually assaulted. Um, and But nothing about this appears to be supernatural in nature. So does she have on clothes at all? No. And so there's nothing identifiable about this girl? Mm, not on her, no. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, her, I mean, she, her, her face is intact, so it should be easy for police to identify her. I would uh, immediately start to ask all of her questions and ask him if he knows this girl, if he remembers why he knows where this girl is buried. Uh, interrogating him under these circumstances just makes him cry harder. He is uh, in a complete breakdown situation right now. Um, you would have to make some type of empathy rolls uh, to get him to calm down long enough for you to communicate with him. Olivia definitely wants to do some kind of rule to try and kind of calm him down, whatever that would okay. be. That would be either uh, presence or manipulation, depending on how you go about it, uh, plus empathy. So I guess I would need to roll something similar. Uh, well, who, who's doing it first, and tell me what you're saying. Uh, one second. Hold on. I'd, I'd probably go first, because while uh, Rivera's investigating, I would be talking to him, um, being like, hey, hey, it's okay, it's okay, we're here. You know, you can you can talk to us. It's okay. We're gonna figure this out. Um, something probably along those lines. Um, okay. So I don't. Would that be? That be presence plus empathy, and I'll give you plus one because you're the sister. Two successes. All right. Um. Anthony, I'm gonna let you play by ear. You can communicate. Uh. In very simple concepts, uh, you are still horrifically traumatized, uh, and uh, uh, really want to get away from you know your grave. Um. Hmm. Okay. First thing I'm going to do. There's nothing on her body. No rings, no necklace, nothing. They took everything. They took everything. Just like they did with you. Probably fair to say I, I will forever remember her face. Oh, yeah. Um, and all you hear me say just repeatedly is I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. Probably all I say for like the next however long you deem that I have these coherent enough to say this. At least for the rest of this day in-game. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, let's, let's hunt these motherfuckers down, but we're, we're going to calm down first and we're going to sort this out, but yeah, I'm totally down to help you with that, bro. Whoever they are. And then, while he's kind of, like, trying to, like, chill out, I would kind of like to look around the area and see what I see, like, if there's, um, Footprints are like what I can glean from the area since he can't really tell me himself other than the buried dead body, you know, like scuffle or if, it, if they left anything behind in the general vicinity. Uh, make a roll. Uh, it's going to be wits plus investigation. Um, for the remainder of the night, Brooke will be rolling for me. <laughs> Three. All right. Uh... What you find is uh, he uh, something uh, Oliver says leads your attention to uh, 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 some thick foliage, which is where apparently uh, the bad guy came out of. Uh, you look around in there. Um, you 
see, high or low, please? Uh, high. Okay. Uh, there, there's definitely signs of a struggle in there. Uh, some distance away, about uh, um, 15 feet away, uh, you do see uh, a woman's track shoe. Uh, and you also see that uh, there, there's a depression in the ground where there is some blood and signs of, like, uh, the, the ground being disturbed. Uh, and, uh, let's see, uh, I think that's it at this point. Okay, but I don't see any, like, tracks leading away or anything? Not, not tracks, no. Well, okay. Do I see her find the shoe? Uh, probably. Um, I will go over to the shoe. Does it have shoelaces on it still? Uh, yeah. I will take the shoelace off and I will tie it around my wrist as a keepsake. Okay. Stepping out of character for a second, just so we're clear on this, you are taking uh, something from a dead woman uh, at the, found at the scene of the crime and keeping it as a keepsake because that's never something that serial killers do. No, but it's something that I'm going to try to avenge her now because of this new obsession that I have that I just well, that, messaged you about. That, that's perfect. So I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that you spend a lot of time around cops and you're wearing something taking off a dead body. I, I, I wholly approve, but, I, but you had a rough night and I didn't want to spring that on you. Oh, okay. Alan. I'm completely unconsolable, so there's probably I'm not thinking of reason or anything. I'm just thinking about this one task at the moment. <laughs> Luke, what were you saying? I, at some point, could any of them remember that they have a family member who is a cop and investigates crimes for a living? You know, you'd, you'd think that would be something that would occur to them. <laughs> Olivia does not have a phone, uh, but I will say... Uh, well, not that it's Oliver anymore, because the bad guys still look. Yeah, I, I'll probably say... Uh, what do what do you guys think we should do? Should we call Frank? You know, should I, there? You know, if the cops do come out here, we need to make sure there's no evidence of you know Oliver being here, and you know maybe Frank could help us figure out what exactly happened since Oliver doesn't seem to be in any condition to tell us. I guess I'd be saying that to Aunt Rivera because I don't have a phone to call him with. Yeah, after. I noticed the state of Oliver. I would probably shift my attention over to Olivia since he's incoherent and just yeah. talking about how he's going to kill a motherfucker and tell Olivia that we need to figure out what we're going to do about this body right now. I, I think Maybe we need we to call, should call Frank. Yeah, I think we should call Frank. I mean, he's the only one I think that can you know, tell us what to do so that Oliver doesn't get arrested if this gets found. I mean, we're, we're not far from my house type of deal, so it wouldn't be hard to link him type of deal. Oh, no, I'm going to come arrest Oliver. Oh, God. It'll be a huge feather in my cap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Frank, you get a call from Rivera. Okay. Hey. Frank, we need help. Yeah, well, that's that's 
typical uh what's wrong i need you at olivia's apartment now okay uh i will get there as soon as i can talk more when you get here thank you for listening to another episode of knoxville by night a world of darkness playcast we have posted the links to all of our social media accounts in the description and you can message us on any one of those for ideas or encouragement about the show. We recently uploaded a character look on Patreon. You can read that if you support us through that medium. Also, some of us have had big life-changing things happening to us in the very near future, and the show might have a slight slowdown period after this story arc. Don't worry, we are currently ahead of our recording, so hopefully there will be no hiccups and the story will continue at the same pace. Please leave a rating or a review on wherever you listen to us, and as always, episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players tonight have been Anthony as Oliver, Brooke as Olivia, Chrissy as Rivera, and Luke as Frank Jr. Storyteller is Alan or the Sinister Man. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again, and I hope you all join us next session. Screw it. I'm done rolling tonight. No more. I'm done. I screwed the pooch. It's over.